Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 82. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk to you about how do you accomplish a mission? If you'd like other free posts like this one, you can check out my website at williamdparker.com and subscribe for my free weekly updates if you'd like to receive a free ebook called Eight Hats Essential Roles for School Leaders. You can also check out my books, Principal Matters or Messaging Matters, at my website or at amazon.com. You know, this past weekend, NASA broadcasted the final transmission of the spacecraft Cassini as it plunged into the atmosphere of the planet Saturn that it had been orbiting and monitoring for the past 13 years. And it's such an amazing story to think about what can be accomplished through human ingenuity and inspiration and collaboration. But Cassini's mission actually began in 1997. At least that's when it was launched. But it took six years for that spacecraft to reach Saturn and begin its exploratory orbiting missions. It was originally slated, I believe, for a three-year mission of orbiting, but the technology proved to be so reliable that it continued and remained working far beyond those original plans. From 900 million miles away, the spacecraft took over 400,000 photos as it transmitted data back to Earth about Saturn's moons and rings and atmosphere. And even though I'm not a science buff, uh, my background in teaching is English, I still get so inspired when I see amazing accomplishments like this one. The end of Cassini is just one other hallmark moment of the kinds of feats that can be accomplished through science and technology and engineering and teamwork. And as I listened to interviews of NASA scientists on the radio, I was struck by the overwhelming sense of purpose and wonder that they feel in being a part of making history. It is so impressive to hear their stories of the dedicated times that they've spent together working for two decades to accomplish what really should be impossible. You know, for most of us, 20 years is a major time commitment. And as I've just finished my 24th year in school leadership and just transitioned into a new role as the executive director for our state's association for secondary and middle level principals, I think back in my own experience in the last 20 years of the time that I spent in school. And even though I don't think of my own experience in galactic implications like NASA scientists, I have to think about the fact that school leaders also work hard, and often our work can be tedious or complicated or sometimes even mundane, just like the work of these scientists. And in the work that we do as school leaders, even though it's so vastly different than space travel, I still believe that we can draw lessons of how can we better serve our schools when we maintain a perspective that our work, even though it's hard and challenging, it also has amazing rewards. So this week, I, I want to I have a conversation with you, those of you who are leading schools, because most principals I talk to, they relate to me how difficult it can be to manage the multiple demands, the problem solving, the conflict resolution that can sometimes simply feel overwhelming when they're simply trying to create the best learning environments for kids and, and teachers and communities. 
And then there's other times when their work, they have these moments of amazing fulfillment. And I was thinking about this tension between the mundane and fulfillment this week when I heard a TED Talk presentation by Emily Savani Smith called There's More to Life Than Being Happy. And I let me link that in my show notes, but if you haven't seen this TED Talk by Emily Smith, she was a young college graduate, a successful psychologist, when she explained a crisis that she was facing after beginning her new career. In many ways, she had achieved the American dream. She had found herself experiencing those moments that she had always worked hard towards having. But she found herself constantly fighting a sense of frustration and lack of fulfillment. And so as a psychologist, she decided to find out why. And she began interviewing hundreds of people and exploring the traits that are common among people who seem truly fulfilled, which resulted in a new book called The Power of Meaning, Finding Fulfillment in the World Obsessed with Happiness. And I'll link to that in the show notes as well. But here are four takeaways from Smith's findings that I want to just focus on for just a moment in our discussion about how we as school leaders can find meaning even in frustration. Four things that that Smith found in people, four common traits that she found in people who seem to have life experiences that have lots of meaning involved, where they sense consistent fulfillment. Number one was a sense of belonging. People who have a strong sense of meaning feel instinctive intrinsically valued and loved by others. Knowing that they are loved by someone else helps them to choose better. And it changes the way that they interact with other people. So think about your own community, your own relationships. How are the strong bonds that you have with others giving you a deep foundation for the way that you're leading and serving, leading and serving those around you? So belonging was, was area number one. Area number two she discovered in people who experience consistent fulfillment is purpose. Without something worthwhile to do, people flounder. And Smith interviewed, for instance, a hospital custodian who said that her purpose was healing sick people. I love that because people who have a deep sense of purpose in their work or their families or their activities find that those tasks are more rewarding than simply trying to earn money or to achieve things, they find that the work itself is where they find their fulfillment because they have realized the meaning or the purpose in their work. So when is the last time you ask yourself the meaning in the work that you're doing? Purpose is the second area she's discovered. The third area that she discovered in people who are consistently experiencing fulfillment was transcendence. And I love this because people are more fulfilled when they are connected with something outside themselves or of higher value than themselves. And whether this is a spiritual experience, I know that in my own faith walk, I find such amazing fulfillment in relationship with God. But whether yours is spiritual or existential, Smith teaches that we are brought out of ourselves by experiences that take us to places of beauty. Maybe that's art, or maybe that's a hobby, or maybe that's athletics, or maybe that's worship, or maybe that's curiosity. Uh, she related how, that for her, that's writing. How when she's writing, it it takes her to places that are outside of herself. She gets lost in the moment. So are you experiencing transcendent moments in your week? Because those transcendent moments also provide meaning for the rest of your life. And number four, Smith shows that people that consistently experience fulfillment are storytellers. 
And let me explain that for just a moment. The story that you tell yourself and others about your life is important. How do you take the moments that you're experiencing, whether they're challenges or successes, and look at them in light of redemption? In other words, how does the narrative of your life help people to better understand your experience and better understand how their experiences are part of a bigger story? When you can find the redemptive themes in your stories, how you can see the power of change or the power of forgiveness or the power of of learning from failures, then your story becomes a motivation for taking positive steps moving forward, and it becomes a motivation for others too. So this week, let me let me just ask some questions related to those four parts for school leaders specifically. Think about these questions in regard to your school or your team. Number one, how do you cultivate a community of belonging? How do you cultivate a community of belonging? A place where students and teachers or parents or coworkers feel valued and appreciated, included and celebrated. You know, for principals, this includes often being present, being visible, greeting students in the mornings, walking through classes, encouraging people while they learn, spreading the good news of student and teacher accomplishments so that everyone can celebrate together. We are responsible for helping cultivate a community of belonging. Number two, how do you communicate the main purpose of your school through the communications that you have with your stakeholders or how do you communicate your mission? Yes, school leaders always have to manage more than they have time to accomplish. We can go through the steps of walkthroughs and observations or meetings or crisis management, but even in those processes, you can still be looking for the good work that students or teachers are doing and then remind yourself that this is the mission of the school so that you stay connected to what matters for your kids. So how can you keep that mission central in the work that you're doing. And number three, how are you capturing and communicating moments of awe or wonder or beauty or success that can inspire or encourage others? In other words, how do you help others have transcendent experiences? Mindset is often the hardest part of our work. But if you can adopt a framework of being in the moment, grasping those transcendent or inspiring moments as reminders of why education is so important, then your walkthroughs, for instance, take on a whole new look because you're looking into the faces of students or teachers, not just a room. You're, you're, you're finding not just well-managed lessons, but you're looking for light bulb moments, and those are inspiring for you. So how are you sharing those with others so that they can experience that same inspiration? And the last question, number four, what are ways, what ways are you participating in improving the lives of others so that you can convey those redemptive stories of what's happening in your school. Let me give you an illustration. You know, I once had a student who asked me if she could transfer out of a trigonometry class because she was floundering. And it was far too long into the semester to do class changes, but I was worried about this young lady because I knew that she had taken advanced math to challenge herself after having started high school um, as an at-risk student. I had watched this young lady transition from a struggling freshman to a successful high school junior, and I didn't want to see her fail. And I was kind of caught up in the moment with her feeling just so much angst at her own frustration with her math class. But when I probed further and asked her about studying and tutoring and the work she was doing and checked her grades, I realized that her definition of failure and floundering was a B. She was making a solid B in trigonometry. And when I realized how well she was actually doing and what she was actually understanding from that class, I stopped and I just said, listen, hold on a second. Let's take a perspective check. I am so proud of you for making a B in this class. 
an A is not is not required to celebrate what you're doing in this coursework. And so suddenly she had this this expression of relief on her face, and we high fived one another, and she left encouraged. But this was a redemptive moment. So why am I telling it to you? Because I want to model that when you have those those light bulb moments with students, when you have those moments of redemption or these moments of of excitement or inspiration, tell them to someone else. Because so often in our school leading, we're managing the most difficult moments of our day or, or of our school. And sometimes we don't take pleasure in the small redemptive moments that we have with kids or teachers or even ourselves. But when we do, hold on to those moments and remind yourself that you're part of a bigger picture. Take time to stop and see what kind of community that you're cultivating, what kind of mission that you're accomplishing, the wonder that's involved in working with others, and the stories that can be told because of it. So let's wrap this up. This week I've been trying to imagine how teams of people could collaborate around something as impossible as sending a spacecraft to orbit Saturn. And as I listened to NASA scientists being interviewed about their 20-year journey, it was really neat to, to see their strong teamwork, their sense of purpose, their moments of transcendence, their compelling narratives. But all these parts play roles for all of us. They, they make our jobs more than just work. When we hold on to these areas of purpose, transcendence, redemption, teamwork, then we're not just working jobs. We're, we're making history, too. You know, you may not see your school highlighted in the news this week. You may not get a spot on CNN like NASA did, but let me encourage you to remember that your work matters. This week, can you value the sense of community that you're building? Because that's so important. Can you remember that you have a mission that's creating an atmosphere of learning for others? Because that's so important. Can you look for and relish the moments of satisfaction and awe that you're creating in the lives of students and teachers, even in the midst of crisis or in the midst of frustration and challenges? Because when you do, then you have stories to tell. And these are stories that are so compelling and so important for us to be sharing with our community so that they remember why the work that we're doing with students is so important. So now it's your turn. As you think about this week's conversation, can you identify ways that Emily Smith's four takeaways are present in your own school? How belonging and mission and transcendence and storytelling or part of what's happening in your school and how can you help cultivate a culture of belonging and purpose and moments of wonder and sharing stories among your own school community because this week i want you to remember that you're a part of, of a mission that's worth accomplishing well that's it for this week if you'd like to respond to this post or if you want to reach out to me via social media you can do so my email address is will at williamdparker.com my twitter handle Twitter handle is at WilliamDP, or if you want to reach out to me via Instagram, my handle there is William underscore D underscore Parker, and I would love to stay connected with you. If you would like to check out my newest book, Messaging Matters, uh, just released by Solution Tree Press, you can do so at solutiontree.com slash messaging, or you can find it at my website at WilliamDParker.com. I'd love to stay connected. Thanks again for the hard work that you do every single day, because what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon.